Greetings! Welcome to Average Joe's Fantasy. I'm your host, Steve Nordyke. We are heading into week five of the NFL season. Hopefully everybody's doing well and sitting with a winning record. Thanks for joining me today. Let me start off by saying, please rate us on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. Uh, the ratings really help us. Gives us a little more street cred. Uh, you can put a review in there. Hopefully a good one. And drop me an email, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. And I'll do my best to help you out, with whether it's trades, the wire, whatever you need. I'm going to apologize here before we get into it for not having it out yesterday before the waiver wire happened. You know, I'm just an average Joe. That's why we uh, call the podcast Average Joes. And sometimes work and life, well, they get in the way of our, of our fun, happy fantasy time. But we're here on Wednesday anyway. You'll probably listen to it uh, Wednesday night or Thursday. But get here as soon as I can, uh, life permitting. And hopefully I have the inf- good information for you heading into Thursday night game and the weekend. My teams, let's see, Average Joe's is 3-1 and one overall. Last week I was 8-4, and four, which is better than the week before when I was like, what, 2-10 and 10 or something ridiculous. So I'm eight, I was eight and four last week. Average Joe's is three and one. I have two teams that are four and zero. Oh. I have two teams that are one and three. Uh, a couple teams that are three and one, and a couple teams that are two and two. None of the teams are out of it yet. Zero oh and four is if you're if you're zero oh and four, you're pretty close to being uh, being donezo. So you're going to make some moves for the now. If you're sitting at three and one or four and zero, oh, you can make some moves for the future. We'll talk about those today a little bit. Again, please rate us, please, on iTunes or whatever platform you're using. Look at that, dropping it twice. Man, I'm remembering, remembering great. Let's talk about some of the trades that I made in the past week. I've made a few of them. I've been busy. You know, if, if you're at 3-1 and one or 4-0, and oh, you need to solidify talent for the future and solidify, you know, solidify your starting lineup. If you're 1-3 and, you know, and three, or you're sitting at 0-3 last week, you're 0-4 or whatever, you need to start shipping guys out and really trying to accumulate guys who can win now. It's super important. So some of the trades that I made, I tr- a big one, a really big one I made, I traded Keenan Allen, DJ Moore, and Adrian Peterson for Devontae Adams and James Conner. I made that trade before both Adams and Conner got hurt. So that's kind of a kind of a kind of a bummer. Hopefully Adams doesn't miss too much time. I feel like it's a great trade. It's it's like a it's like Keenan Allen for Adams and Connor because DJ Moore he's not really starting for me. You know he's a, he's a guy that you like to have in case you need to plug a hole. But if you're starting DJ Moore or somebody like Curtis Samuel, you're going to be in be in trouble. And Adrian Peterson, you know I'm, I'm not going to start him ever. So for me, I feel like it's an Allen for Adams and Connor. Which even if Adams misses time, it's still a, a good trade for me. Adams will miss a week or two. This is a team that I was three and zero and I'm now I'm four and zero. So I can withstand a week or two without Adams, and my team is still pretty pretty solid. And Connor helps out a lot. I also traded Chris Carson and Austin Eckler for Carryon Johnson. Uh, it sucks this week because now I don't have a starting running back because Carryon is on a bye, which is uh, a little bit of a disappointment. I didn't really realize that when I made that offer. But again, Carson had a great week last week, and I'm trading him on a high note. Uh, I'm concerned like everybody else that he can't hold on to the ball. 
and you know, Rashad Penny is one of the guys we're going to talk about adding today. So go grab your Rashad Pennies because if Carson fumbles again, uh, see you later. I traded Mike Evans and uh, and Miles Sanders for Julio Jones. That's the team that I drafted at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings Live with everybody. So I feel like that's a pretty good trade. Um, Sanders is never going to hit the field for me. And Julio should be an upgrade over Evans. And Evans is coming off a strong game. Uh, again, another trade. I traded, well, one, it got vetoed. I traded uh, Frank Gore and Curtis Samuel for Saquon Barkley for the B-Dubs League, for the Buffalo Wild Wings League. And that league vetoed it. Which, you know, I don't want to get on a little rant here. I don't want to go off on a tangent. But the veto is only used for collusion. It's not used to protect an owner who got, you know, the, the bad end of a deal. You're not protecting people by using a veto. An owner's to, uh, a veto is to protect the integrity of the league, not to, uh, be, not, to, not to disallow a trade that somebody may feel is unbalanced, somebody may feel is balanced. So this trade for me would have been, would have been great because I would have got Barkley for a couple guys who I wasn't, I wasn't really playing. And the guy I traded with was 0-3. So you would have got two guys you could have plugged into play. So thanks a lot, buddies. I also traded uh, LaShawn McCoy and Stefan Diggs for Aaron Rodgers. And that may be a little much to give up. McCoy is probably going to be that lead dog in the backfield of Kansas City. Uh, but yeah, and Diggs has been terrible. Rodgers, this is the team I had. Uh, I didn't really have a permanent quarterback. I had, uh, had a fluctuating one. So the opportunity was there to go for Rodgers. And I made offers on every team for Rodgers. And you know, hopefully a lot of you do the same thing. So I think Rodgers is going to be just fine. You know, 20 points a game. Occasionally 25, 28, 30 maybe. So I think anywhere anywhere between 18 and 25 points, which is which is good. So I'll take that. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to put up numbers for me. Sean McCoy is going to hold up as long as his body does. He's an old guy. And Stephon Diggs is just Minnesota. I don't understand why they don't pass the ball. Well, maybe I do because Cousins just appears terrible. So those are the trades that I made. You let me know if I got fleeced on any. Uh, let me know. Uh, let me know what trades you made. You know, I love hearing uh, emails from you guys. Let me know what trades you're making. And if you want me to, I can read it on the air and we can talk about it. So let me know. AVG Yahoo.com. Thanks. Uh, okay, some buy low players here. Most of these buy low players are early. Oh, it was a lot of early rounders and a lot of big time receivers. We have. A few of the first rounders who are not living up to their expectations. And those are the ones you want to go for. Same with the second rounders. Go grab that elite talent. I always feel like talent wins out in the end. They have repeatability. They have good offenses. They've always had good numbers. And they're going to come through for you. Like, you know, somebody like David Johnson is, is, a, is a great guy to go after, uh, especially in a PPR league. Another running back you can go after. Obviously, Barkley. I've been trying to get him in every league. And it hasn't quite worked yet. I even offered Derrick Henry in a league. I offered Mark Ingram in a league for him. And I guess I guess people saw that he was jogging today, and now they think he's going to be back. Uh, going to be back right away. I still don't think he's going to be back for another week or two, but I don't really care because I want him. <laughs> uh, another running back you can go for Marlon Mack, Carryon Johnson. You know, Carryon is going to be a workhorse. Mack's going to be the workhorse. I, I feel like both these guys have bright futures this year. It's, it's just tough to trade for him, you know, and a lot of people aren't going to trade, you know, take Sony Michelle and, and John Brown for him. It's just not going to be enough. And a couple of receivers I have in the same group, uh, Sony Michelle, Miles Sanders, and David Montgomery. 
all these guys have struggled or had their uh, had their challenges to start the season. Michelle hasn't looked good. Uh, Sanders fumbled. Is, is not getting as many reps as he should with Jordan Howard's little resurgence. And Jordan Howard is a uh, a definite buy or a definite sell high right now. He he's on my sell high list. I'll tell him right now. Sell high, Jordan Howard. Sell high. And David Montgomery hasn't really looked great, but he's got to be better. I mean, he's all these guys have to do better. They just there there's opportunity there for them to improve. So if you could dump one of these top receivers, you know Hollywood Brown, and I don't know I don't know if Frank Gore would get it done, but Hollywood Brown. And another receiver, maybe. There's lots of receivers out there have a little bit of value. A couple receivers from Miles Sanders, a couple receivers from David Montgomery. Go for it. These guys can help you out down the road here. That's what we're going for. We're going for guys who, if you're in a good spot, if you're in last, if you're 0-4, you're not trading for Miles Sanders. He's not going to do anything for you. If you're 4-0, you're going for it. Now, if you're 0-4 or 1-3, you need guys like Carrion. You need a stud receiver who can turn it around this week, like DeAndre Hopkins or Odell Beckham. Those two guys are on my list. Julio Jones, he's on my list. Go grab one of these stud receivers who you know, have had various varying degrees of success so far. DeAndre Hopkins hasn't blown anybody out of the water. Odell Beckham has struggled except for one big catch. Uh, Julio Jones has been okay. He's been good. He just hasn't been great, great yet. So go try to grab these guys if you're if you're 0-3 or, or, or 1-4 you know, or 1-3. You need extreme talent. You need players that can come and contribute and play right away. If if you can afford to wait on a guy, David Montgomery, you know, he's the guy to go for. Some tight ends you might want to try to grab. Zach Ertz and George Kittle, they've also not set the world on fire. And I think that's all we got on my list today. And obviously quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, I'm trying to grab him. If I have Russell Wilson, I would like to trade Wilson for Aaron Rodgers and somebody. And Wilson and somebody lower. Wilson and Sony Michelle for Aaron Rodgers and Carrion Johnson, something like that. Or or Marlon Mack. I want to improve somewhere because I don't think Aaron Rodgers is a drop off from Wilson. I think he might actually outperform him uh, the second half of the season here. So those are some of the buy low guys. Sell high. We already mentioned Jordan Howard. Wayne Gallman. You might have just missed his window. I tried to trade him all week and I, have, I only have him on one team and nobody's been taking the bait. I was trying to trade him really for anybody that could contribute. People that are struggling. Uh, no takers. Keenan Allen, I sold high already. I think Keenan Allen's great. It's just going to depend on where you are. If you're 2-2, two and two, maybe you hang on to Keenan Allen. But if you're 0-4 or 1-3, you're definitely trading him for two pieces that can help. And if you're 4-0, and 0, or like, like my team is, 4-0, and 0, I'm looking to upgrade another spot. So not only did I trade Keenan Allen and get one of the top three or four receivers in the game in Devontae Adams, I got James Conner, who was a, a late first-round, early second-round pick to, to solidify, solidify my flex spot. So my entire roster now, from top to bottom, my starting roster is just ridiculous on that team. That's assuming people are healthy. Uh, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, those are guys I'm trading. If I, if I can land one of these top, top elite receivers, if I can trade Evans and somehow get DeAndre Hopkins, I'm doing it. Same with Godwin. Uh, Nick Chubb, I'm selling high because, again, Kareem Hunt's going to be back. He's going to take some carries away, and we don't know how how that's gonna, how that situation is going to play out. So if you could trade Chubb and get Connor and somebody, Connor and somebody really good, Connor and Amari Cooper for Chubb and oh, I don't know, MVS or Chubb and, um, I'm going to say, 
Hollywood Brown again. <laughs> I can't think of anybody else. Uh, then I'm doing that for sure. Leonard Fournette off of his huge game. I'm trading him immediately. If I had, you know, if I had Leonard Fournette, he'd be be going on in every team. Leonard Fournette is again another guy you want to try to trade some elite talent for. And if you could trade Fournette for Barkley right now, I'm doing it. If you're 0 4, 1 and 3, no, no way. If you're 0 4, 1 and 3, you're trading Barkley for Fournette because you need someone that can come in and be great. But you're at 4 and 0, 3 and 1. You have a little flexibility. You have some opportunity here to improve your team down the road. If you can wait a week without a star running back, then Fournette is is on his way out. You know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try to trade him for Barkley. Maybe you make a package. You upgrade to McCaffrey. You upgrade to Kamara. And really, even Kamara, with the way the Saints have played, might not be a stretch if you go Fournette and maybe a little sweetener, or maybe maybe you try Fournette straight up first and see if see if the guy takes it. If they're struggling, they might. You might have to throw in a little kicker though. We got Tyrell Williams, who's been doing pretty good. He scored in every game so far this season. He might be that sweetener, Fournette and Tyrell for for uh, for Kamara. Why not? I mean, Drew Brees is going to be back. That offense is going to be high-flying once again. Kamara is going to do just fine with Teddy Bridgewater at, at quarterback. I think it would be a great trade. And at tight end, Will Disley and Darren Waller. Those are guys that I would package only for the top tight ends. Kittle, Ertz, Kelsey. Because Darren Waller has been a, been a beast so far. Been, you know he's a, he's a prime target. And Will Disley has been a touchdown machine. Those guys are legit starting tight ends. You know... I don't know, rank somewhere in like what, five to ten, five to eight, six to eight, somewhere in there in that range. But if you can upgrade even a little bit to a top four tight end, maybe you go ahead and grab Zach Ertz, Disley and uh maybe Disley and David Montgomery for Ertz, something like that. I'd make that trade. Let's talk about some of the guys on waivers that uh I was gonna mention yesterday. And there's still some available. Like this morning when I got up, I checked my wire and a lot of these guys were still there. So you have, you know, it's nice to claim dudes on the wire and burn your waiver position if you have to. I, I do every week. I'm always claiming guys, multiple guys on every team because I really don't care. But some of these guys are still going to make it through. They're still going to be there today. Deontay Johnson, he's still there today. Cortland Sutton should be on, on, on your team. Jimmy Graham should be on your team. A.J. Brown, he's, he's still available in most of my leagues. So if you're hurting for a receiver, if you're going to have, if you're going to have Devontae Adams out, or you're going to have T.Y. Hilton out, then some of these guys, A.J. Brown or Geronimo Allison, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, these are all guys you could plug in this week to try to try to you know <laughs> alleviate the burden a little bit. Uh, Jameis Winston, Jacoby Brissett, quarterbacks you can add and stream. Um, let's see, D.J. Chark, Chris Thompson at running back. If you're hurting at running back, you could do a lot worse than him. Corey Davis at receiver, Ronald Jones the second. I like Ronald Jones a lot. I added him on a few teams. Cole Beasley and Frank Gore. I actually dropped Gore on a, on like two or three teams. Drop Gore. I dropped Gore for Ronald Jones. I dropped Gore for uh, who else was it? Was Cortland Sutton and and Rashad Penny. Go grab all the pennies you can get. Play on Thursday night. I mean, if he gets zero carries, then maybe you let him go. Even though I think that might be a mistake, but he could be a home freaking run. And again, we talked about it before. Thursday night game, you grab some of these guys on your bench. It's not a great matchup this week for, for guys on the wire. But you grab some of these guys, keep them on your bench. If they stink, if John, if uh, you know if DK Metcalf or 
or uh, David Moore get zero get zero catches, you know, two targets, one catch for eight yards or something ridiculous, you let them go and pick up somebody else that could really help you out. Like if, if you don't have a defense or kicker, like some of my teams don't right now. I always sacrifice my kicker during the, the waiver period unless I've got Butker or my man Tucker. So Thursday night, let's talk about that real quick. Some of the guys you may want to look for, again, these are all about lottery tickets because if they if they go off on Thursday night or somebody gets hurt, you could be you know you, you could be out ahead of the out of the head of the rush. That's the goal here by picking these guys up early. If they stink, they stink. They're probably going to stink. Then you drop them on Friday. You pick up somebody else for the Sunday games. It gives you an extra spot. You give an extra chance. Managers don't do that. I went through a lot of my leagues last uh, what yesterday or the day before, and I was just checking the transaction lists. You know, last transaction, last transaction Sunday nine thirty. Last transaction, Sunday, 10.45 a.m. No one's picking up guys during the games. And that's where you're going to get ahead. It's it's really important to be able to do that that little bit of managing. Because like I, I said before, if you're a new listener, when guys in Yahoo, this is a Yahoo thing. I don't know if it's if it's other formats or not. So if it, you know, take, take this with a little grain of salt. Because Yahoo, you can do it. CBS or whatever, or ESPN, I don't know if you can do it or not. But on Yahoo, if a guy on your bench has already played... Game is over. You can drop them and pick up somebody on the wire who has not played yet and take their bench spot. Then when you pick up that new guy, you can put him in the starting lineup if you need to. So I don't have a kicker on a couple teams. I've got some flyers on the bench. I've got DK Metcalf on a couple teams. Uh, Daryl Henderson for the Rams. He might be worth a shot if you have extra flexibility. David Moore and Rashad Penny. These are the guys that really are worth anything. You know, they're the ones that you may want to grab. No one else is really going to be available or worth anything. You could grab somebody like Tyler Higby. Um, you know, if, if, if you really don't have, uh, if you really have extra space in your bench, you could grab Higby, something like that, and, and see if he goes off. But say you pick up Higby, you know, he doesn't play or gets no catches or he gets hurt. You drop him on a Friday, you pick up your kicker, and you start your kicker. It just gives you a free chance at improving your team and getting ahead of the wire, getting ahead of the Tuesday rush. It's uh, it's really important. I do it on all my teams, and sometimes it pays off. Sometimes it doesn't. Usually it doesn't. But again, that's, that's what a lot of ticket is. You're taking a chance to get ahead of everybody in your league. You're taking a chance to hit that hit that home run. So if you pick up Rashad Penny, and Chris Carson gets hurt, or Chris Carson fumbles, well, you've just done it. You just went ahead and picked up yourself, you know, a second round pick. Congratulations. You, you, you grab DK Metcalf, who's been scuffling a little bit. Dude grabs eight balls for 140 yards and two touchdowns. Well, congratulations. You've got the number one waiver guy already. And he has value. Same with David Moore. Maybe you're in a 14-team or a 16-team league. You grab David Moore. He gets six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. Well, you know, the, the wire is so thin that you're, you've just had, you know, it's like a coup. You've just uh, you just stumbled across a gold nugget in the middle of the street. So it's it's really important. You know, if you, if your team is stacked, if you're in an 18 league, it might, you know then why even take a flyer on David Moore? He's not probably going to be better than anybody you have on your bench if you're in a shallow league. If you're, I'm sorry, but if you're in a deep league, then you're really going to need to to make this work for you. So it's really important. Be a manager. You can do the same thing on Sunday. You can drop your, you know, the one o'clock guys. Once they're finished playing, you can drop and pick up a four o'clock guy. Four o'clock guys done. You drop and pick up a guy who hasn't played yet at eight o'clock Sunday night. Then you could drop that guy, pick up somebody who's playing on Monday night. 
And when bye week coming, you can really do well. Because the bye week guys, you can pick up the entire time until the last game is over. Once the last game is over, everybody goes to the wire. So you can pick up somebody the entire time. I do that with defenses all the time. And real quick before we go, let's talk about some defenses that you'd be worth streaming. Philadelphia versus the Jets. I picked them up probably on three or four teams. Because my beloved Jets are a train wreck with probably the worst head coach in the league. Uh, I can't stress enough how bad Adam Gaze is. He is terrible. Absolutely terrible. You can pick up the Saints versus Tampa Bay. You can pick up the Bills versus Tennessee. I have the Bills on one of the teams. And I also picked up Tennessee as well. Because if Barkley is starting, or even if Josh Allen's starting, they're both going to be turnover machines. So Tennessee could do well and Buffalo could do well. It could be like a 13-10 game or a 17-10 game, something like that with a bunch of turnovers. Uh, the Panthers' defense might be pretty good versus Jacksonville. And Kansas City versus Indianapolis. Uh, you might get some turnovers there with, with Brissett having to air it out to keep up with Mahomes. So those are, the, those are, the, those are the, the defenses that are worth streaming. Again, Philly, number one. Probably go Bills, number two. Tennessee, number three. Kansas City, number four, something like that. So if you have, if you have like, you know, the Lions, D, or uh, maybe you have... Uh, who else? Maybe the, the the Chargers D right now. And some of these guys are available on the wire. Go ahead, drop the Chargers D. Pick up DK Metcalf or Daryl Henderson or Tyler Higbee or something. See how they do Thursday night. If they're crappy, which they probably will be, you can go ahead and drop them and pick up you know the Bills defense or something like that and, and not really not really miss a beat. You just got you just got you just had a free shot at at a at a real valuable player. So, managers got to manage. You got to do your thing. That's it for today. Please rate us on iTunes. Leave a leave a leave a comment. Give us a, give us a you know five star rating would be great. Uh, if it's not a five star rating, then uh, whatever. Rate anyway. You know the people need to speak. They speak five stars is great. If the podcast is crap, then go ahead and leave one star because <laughs> I need to know. And you can email me, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com, avgjoesfantasy at yahoo.com. Send me your roster. Send me some of your league, league mates. I'll uh, help you with some trade proposals or talk about some strategies that I might use if I was in your league or in that spot. Do my best to help you out. It's what I love to do. It's why I do this podcast. It's a labor of love. Uh, and unfortunately, like I said, I'm sorry about uh, having it out a little bit late this week. Again, uh, Life sometimes gets in the way, but we'll eventually get back to our fantasy life as soon as we can. So thanks. That's all we got. Average Joe's out.